0: Welcome to Thrive, your agency resource. The only podcast for creative, media, and technology leaders who are ready to dive deeper into conscious leadership and agency growth. I'm your host, Kelly Campbell. Thrive is brought to you by Accessibility, the leading web accessibility solutions provider. Join thousands of agencies that are already incorporating web inclusivity into their service offerings. Visit accessibility.com today. So welcome back to Thrive, your agency resource. Today we're diving into a sense of creativity. And what does that actually mean? I'm actually joined by Eric Kokum, who is the co-founder of SNASC, a creative agency based in Stockholm, focused on real emotions and playfulness. And we're definitely going to cover a couple of those things today. Eric, a warm welcome. Thank you so much for joining me on Thrive today.
1: Thank you. Thank you, Kelly. Yeah. Happy to be here. It's going to be fun. Excited.
0: So I've got to know right out of the gate, how did you and your co-founder come up with the name for this agency? It's not something that rolls off the tongue very easily, but it's also really fun to say. So just curious. Uh, about the backstory. There.
1: <laughs> no, I understand. I, I hope that you would say the opposite. It was a perfect word to, to say, but it's, it's the, um, I mean, snask is a Swedish word from, from the start. And we, <clears throat> to be honest, it sort of came up from just, you know, a list of long, you know, a long list of names and 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 this. But this one, we snask means candy. It means goth, gossip. It means filth. It, it has this sort of a lot of meaning to it. But the whole candy part, which is maybe the main thing, is we thought that, like, of our design that we're going to do is like eye candy and this had like oh the candy connection to it so we thought it was a funny word to use but also that we wouldn't be in sweden we thought we thought that we would be in london or new york or something and there people wouldn't really know and there was like snask yeah but that that works because here in sweden it's a little bit dirty the word people don't really (laughs) use it that much but then we realized that all our friends were back here in Stockholm. We moved back, and suddenly we have an agency named Snask back home. And yeah, that's sort of how it happened. But <laughs> it, it, I I like it because normally it's like even that feeling of the word Snask or snusk in Swedish sort of translates weirdly enough to like English. It's almost like people are like Snasky, and it it it, it works.
0: Yeah, it's so very yeah. I like it. So what we're here to talk about is obviously the key to creativity or keys, plural, maybe. So I'm so curious to hear your take. I visited your website. I absolutely love the whole aesthetic. I love, it's just so compelling and kind of, I don't know, anyone who, who, you know, wants to go take a look at it. It's just snask.com, exactly how it sounds, but it's just, it's fun. It's playful. It's irreverent. There's, there's a lot there. And so you can tell that creativity is a through line not only in the deliverables for your agency but there's a there's a, a core value there i think of creativity so i'm curious as to what are the things that you believe are inherently sort of the components of creativity
1: uh, thank you for those kind words uh, first of all and no, but i i mean it, this is a it's a difficult question of course i i think that everyone maybe individually or And different organizations need to find their own approach sometimes. But as on a more general note, I think that freedom of being wrong is something that is like, or doing things wrongly or trying things out is something that we try to, you know, create an environment for where it's like you're allowed to not know everything from the start. And that's something that I think uh, really connects to creativity because i mean and that's only like culture when we started out we from we had no clue what we were doing like we didn't know how to run a business we didn't know yeah you know, exactly right and it was so, everyone told us you need this much experience you have to um you know have your 10 years at some big agency before you can start your own bring in your clients do whatever it was especially this like all these old white men loved to say this to us. They also told us that we couldn't be named Snask because it was too, not serious enough and so on. But we were like, no, we want to do it our way. We want to try our beliefs, uh, you know? So we sort of, from the start, found it, like a way of doing it, which was a sort of trial and error type of attitude that like, yes, we don't really know, but... So like how hard can it be and we want to try to do it in in a different way you know so I think there it started and then that's something that you can bring into your projects as well and, and you know so definitely there to do things wrong it's like I mean you you you, you have to try things to, to know if they work and you can't know everything from start that's definitely a first thing at least yeah yeah um,
0: Yeah, it's interesting. One of my other clients, a creative agency, one of their core values or their tenets is failure has to be an option.
1: Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. Yeah. You're saying it's very much it. It very much is, and and I mean, it's like especially fun when when you get more experience. I guess you like you learn ways of doing things, right? So you you're like, oh, but I've done this before, sort of. Um, you can use that experience to create something again that is more or less the same that you did before, yeah. you know. But 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 then, well, will that be will that be good? Will that be interesting? You know, probably not as much as uh, you, again if you try to wander out in areas where you haven't been before and so on. And and I mean, I think a, a big thing with that too is is it's definitely time. So the second part, I would be like. You need to uh, environment to fail. It's totally fine to fail. It's totally fine to not know everything and be wrong. But then you need the time, redo, try again, different. You know, find a new approach or whatever it is. Yeah. So I mean, that is also if you can mix those two together, then definitely you're you're in a good uh, situation. I
0: think. Yeah. It, it's interesting also because what I hear you saying inside of that or maybe underneath that is, yes, sort of embracing failure as part of the creative process or part of creativity, and then giving people enough time to actually go about it a different way, to to maybe fail again, figure things out, maybe collaborate with other people, have some more white space, you know, whatever is necessary as creatives, those are the things that we need. But underneath all of that, you, in terms of being a co-founder, a leader of this agency, along with your, your partner, there's a lot of empathy, right? Mm -hmm. A lot of empathy for Mm -hmm. the creatives or for what other people might be experiencing in that agency. Mm -hmm. Right. And there's also a lot of vulnerability. I think that you, that you have to embody. So I'm wondering how those things influence your agency's culture.
1: No. And that's, that's super interesting. And I would love, I would almost want to bring in every employee we've been having throughout the years and ask them more about their experience on this, you know, because like I think from the start, in uh, us doing this like our way, you know, like trying to do it differently and so on, that sort of also created a situation where no one really knew. (laughs) <laughs> what is our process you know we're not doing it by the book we're not doing it so I think we we demanded, without saying it that you took a lot of uh, responsibility on your own you know and needed to drive your ideas and and push them you know because they weren't maybe a perfect process that was like lifting people up and that's something that we maybe in the beginning maybe when we were younger and we we found these like amazing creatives that we brought in and collaborated with. We knew that they were like very strong characters in this way. But after a while you start understanding that it cannot be like it can't be like almost pe- people competing against each other on like pushing the, the boundaries. You need to find a more stable and a softer version too, where where you're more caring about yourself and other people. And and that's something that we are still working on i think too and you know to because everyone is different too and so on and and the the empathy of of adapting to everyone's needs and ways of being creative too you know not everyone some people are immediate in their response to and i you know to a question so some people need to go and think and find inspiration maybe sit alone maybe it comes in the evening you know when they're not at work etc yeah. And I think um, that's a, like maybe also something that you need to adapt to to uh, different work groups and you know in in individuals as well. Yeah. Uh, and I mean, we're not perfect. I'm not perfect. Freddie, is nice, it's, it's not perfect in in our way of like of doing it either. We 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 don't have all the answers all the time. So it's a lot about communication. Yeah, uh, with everyone too.
0: Did you know that one out of five people in the U.S. is living with some form of disability? I'm proud to partner with Accessibility, as they work toward the mission of making the web accessible to everyone. It's time to prioritize inclusivity. Ensure that your own website and your client sites can be accessed by all and that they're ADA compliant. Head over to accessibilitycom forward slash thrive to learn more about their agency partner program. Now, back to the show. But I think that what you just said is really important. We don't have all of the answers. As the leaders, we don't have all of the answers. And so we're collaborating and constantly communicating with our employees, maybe with our clients, maybe it bleeds into every single aspect of the agency. And that really is pretty much a hallmark, one of the hallmarks of Conscious leadership, right? To, to not think you have to have this sort of uh, machismo that I'm the one who has all the answers. I'm the only one who can come up with the solutions. It really doesn't invite that, um, you know, creativity that we're talking about.
1: No, exactly. And here it also becomes interesting with cultures and different countries, and where people come. You know, we we're based here in in Stockholm, Sweden, but and we're like more like a boutique size agency, but but we we work with clients all over the world, and also we have employees and other collaborations with creatives all over the world. And you notice just there, it can be a big difference on like that how people go into this type of uh, relationships you know it's like from i mean and to start off like countries that are more controlled like countries that doesn't have a democracy going on in the same way or where they've been taught in an early age to uh, obey the, the governments and the orders of the of the country you know they they, they of course struggle with creativity it's like it's just, you know, in creativity is sort of like an everyday thing. If you have a way that you walk in the morning to get to the bus, let's say, you know, and someone has drawn a road, you know, this is how the road walks, it goes and here's you walk and then you take a left turn, and you walk around this field and then you get to your bus station, let's say, you know, and that's okay. This is how it's going to work. But in reality it might be a lot faster to walk over that field, you know, and create a path. And you start like, and that's like the human creativity and the human evolution of finding better better solutions for this type of things. And I think like to so use to create that path across a field to get faster to the bus station is creativity. And I think it's like, that is not allowed in many cultures. No, you don't do that. You follow the rules that were set up, you know, while maybe in safe, safe Sweden we're here, it's not a big thing. Of course, I mean it's a little bit like a stupid example, but you understand what I mean, like <laughs> no, not stupid of, at all. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's like that type of thing. I think it also sets up different challenges. So we, I mean, with us having people coming from cultures where it's a lot more hierarchies, for example, they like they don't even dare to. If I say, you have the freedom to think about this yourself, you can go, you can come with your own ideas, you know, like you're just as a big part of this as I am. It's it's really hard to sometimes to actually get people in on that. Even if you say it, it, it's like you need to um, show it in more ways, I think. And that's not always easy. You know, you you think that you communicated something, but maybe it didn't go Uh, what,
0: What is, I'm curious about what you just said, what is one way that you've sort of overcome something like that, where you're communicating, Hey, I'm giving you all of this space, all of this time, come back with your ideas. And maybe there's some disbelief or distrust or something going on with that employee or that collaborator. What are, what is one way that you've kind of shown them that this is true, that they can trust, you know, what you're saying?
1: I would say to I need to shut up more. <laughs> that I, that, you know, like it's, it's sometimes you know it's about constraining yourself to, to be like, it's easy to have an opinion on so many things. And it's so easy to fall back into again experience. You know, I've done this 10 times. I'm sure they will never pick, you know, the client will have this feedback, or they, you know. And I mean, you need to constrain yourself in that because you're killing people, you know, the, their vibe if you if you only start mentioning these types of things. And you might not even be right, first of all. And I mean, yeah, it's about like taking a step back and actually giving space, not just like, hey, you should totally be free. And then as soon as they present something, you're like, ah, oh, that will never work. You know, <laughs> then it's not then you're not doing it for real, right? So it's a lot about self-control, working with yourself and going to therapy. Uh, no, but you know, like all of these things to be like, to be more confident and and calmer, actually listening yourself to what you are saying and not just saying it, you know? Another thing that I think is important in, in terms of like create a creative process is that sometimes a part of the process, again, like we started off, is about doing things wrong. Yeah. And therefore you, even if you have a feeling that this might not work or are we heading the wrong way here? Don't let that stop you sometimes, you know, fear, you know, that
0: fear, you know
1: right? yeah, it can be. Yeah, exactly. And, and I mean, even if you have a client that's sitting there that you want to go and you, you need to present this, it's fine. If they don't think it's perfect, you know, it's like, use that then and like okay but we tried we got something useful out of it both maybe in our internal process that we tried something that we you know gave it a chance and we learned something from that but also with the client that they saw the way you're thinking they they, you know that created something that maybe in the end results say a a product or whatever you finished the work that was that is different to what it would have been if you would have tried to reach there. go there immediately so i mean uh, i think it's like being true to what you say and then and don't be afraid of failure and don't be afraid of that type of not being right all the time with the clients and it's a part of what we do sometimes people forget to say that we, we okay yes we are experts we should definitely be be experts like if we do the sign and so it's so easy for other people to start stepping in and pointing out and telling us what to do and there we should stand straight and and be really talk about what we know and our experience use that for sure but also maybe a way of telling that to client is to explain it to them that we need to do things you know like that it's fine to be wrong and maybe they believe that okay now Snask is going to do this. It's going to be perfect. From we're going to get blown away immediately, but maybe that's not how it is. You know, well, we also need to, you know,
0: yeah, and that's kind of yeah. setting up unrealistic expectations between yeah. the agency and the client, right? Which is already yeah. a, bit of a dynamic tension in in many ways, right? They're trying to get something perfect, quicker, <laughs> cheaper, like their, their expectations and, and what's important to them is different from, you know, the creative process. So I think just communicating what you just said, kind of setting that expectation with the client to say, part of our creative process is that we fail. And so we yeah. may not come to you with the, the perfect spot on thing in round one. You know, in fact, exactly. we may not be doing our jobs very well if we do that, you know, so it kind of changed. Um,
1: whole conversation yeah and that's a part of the beautiful world we live in like that's i think that's why we maybe got into what we do at some point you know that it's fun to try things and find things out and yeah why not invite the 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 counterpart into to that as well and not just like hide it and be like oh no it's going to be perfect from the start you know it's I mean i think it's about honesty maybe in the end there too it's like which is something we try to use a lot and we we try to be honest with telling our clients what they do wrong you know that we maybe early on oh you think that you're like this but we don't think that's correct you know or you know or you think that you should or you want to go towards this direction but what you should do is this you know and and so on but then we could uh, maybe turn that to ourselves sometimes a little bit more and also be like and to be honest about us we we do know what we what we do but we have a process to get there and that's where we need to be a bit more transparent and there to to make mistakes together as well you know? yeah and uh, you know how uh, other clients can go up they some are stressed you know they are so stressed. And they just need to get to their results and everything, you know. And if you then haven't at all talked to them about this stuff, then it can quickly go go south. So say it can be a very heavy reaction on things if you if you don't have that dialogue for sure. Definitely gone through that too through the years. So <laughs> yeah, same. Yeah.
0: Before we kind of wrap up, I saw on uh, the website, or maybe it was Instagram or something, this ingenious collaboration that you did with uh, called Shower Beer. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Uh,
1: yeah, no, Shower Beer is uh fun when We did some um, artwork labels and stuff for a local brewery here in, in Stockholm some years ago. And we, um, you know, we had a deal because... They didn't have that big budgets for our work. So we were like, it's, it's fine. This is fun. But then we want to make a beer, you know, eventually. So they were like, okay, cool. Let's do that. But then instead of doing like a normal agency beer or say, so, you know, we could have done a snack or something. We, we want to actually create a product that we thought was fun and that was saying something. So we created the ultimate shower beer. Because we basically like drinking beer in the shower, especially if you have a sauna, you know, you got a little bit like Swedish-Finnish thing going on there, I think. So, um, yes, we created this shower beer and basically made it in a very small bottle that was like, so you could like finish it quite quickly so it doesn't go warm. But at the same time, it's, you know, it's 10% strong. So you still get the same effect, pre-imprinted with good grip. And you know, fruity uh, style, you can use it as uh, shampoo as well if you want to, and all of that is really funny because when we released it, it went viral. So, this is one of those I actually witnessed something go truly, or, you know, organically viral or say where you know it everyone picked it up. So, we had Tom Hanks speaking on it on national radio, or it's been on. The Daily Show or, you know, uh, et cetera. So it's definitely a, a fun one. And, and we're, we're still, it's being like reissued or what you say. It's going to be released soon again in a little bit like updated uh, version. So the world can have more shower beers soon.
0: <laughs> it's so fun and, and such a testament to sort of the playfulness and the energy that that you bring and that the team brings. So I really appreciate that
1: yeah thank you so much
0: any final takeaway or, or anything to kind of impart on um, some of the other agency owners or leaders who are watching or listening
1: oh wow feels like i've been talking so much i guess i'm tired on my own voice sometimes no but i i i don't know i think it's just like that thing what we've been talking about there To you can't be right like be fine with doing things wrong and dare to do something different and don't listen to the old industry and the conservative ways you know if you believe that something should be done in a different way try it you know it's not that dangerous and um, give yourself time
0: that's great eric thank you so much i really really had so much fun in this conversation
1: thank you it was great thank you
0: i hope you enjoyed this episode be sure to subscribe wherever you watch or listen and a final note of gratitude to the official sponsor of Thrive, Accessibility, the leading web accessibility solutions provider. Learn more about the win-win proposition and keep your clients' websites inclusive and compliant. Be sure to check out their partner program for your agency today at accessibility.com forward slash Thrive.